the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom. Last week, we almost finished talking about the morning affirmations, and I explained the summer challenge. Today, I want to finish our morning affirmations and begin the sharing our faith part of our challenge, which will take us quite a long time, I believe. But first, let's begin our time together with a word of prayer. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King. Lord, I believe you challenge us every day. But we're, Lord, doing this challenge so that we don't get stale. So that during this summertime, we don't lose focus. We want to keep our eyes on you. We want to see you at all times, listen to you at all times, obey you at all times. Lord, we want to be in your presence. Father, I ask in the name of Yeshua that you would pour out your Spirit on our efforts, that we would truly please you with our heart, with our mind, with our spirit, that everything we do would give you glory. So we bless you and praise you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, If you take the Summer Challenge, I'll send you copies of the Morning Affirmations as well as many other resources that will help you through August to complete your Summer Challenge. So call our office at 813-831-5673. Actually, we will connect you to an app. And in that app, I will be putting new information And so, um, hopefully, if you've signed up, you are already part of the app and you're seeing how it works. Well, please visit our website and then come and visit us at our services Friday night, 7.30, Saturday at 11, or depending on which location you're going to go to. We love to have visitors. Our website is Shoresh, S-H-O-R. E-S-H, david.org. So call us at our office, 813-831-5673. We'd ask that you consider sending us a gift to help us stay on the radio. We would certainly appreciate that. We also appreciate your prayers and look forward to hearing from you. You can call our office at 813 831-5673. And, you know, if you remember from the past couple weeks, 
we've been going over each of the prayer topics, and I'm trying to point out different words or phrases that I meditate on in order to have God's Word go deep into my spirit. I mean, that's really what we want, because God's Word transforms us. So we were finishing up spiritual warfare, and today we're going to look at Ephesians 6, uh, a very familiar scripture, but I pray that you will look at it with new eyes. In fact, every day you do the morning affirmations, I pray you look with different eyes. You allow God to speak to your heart about the words, about the phrases, or about where he wants to take you with this. So I'll give you an example. Um, by the way, first, there's a short opening prayer. Oh, Lord, God, my, guard my heart against the attacks of the devil and give me the strength to resist him. So we're going to do Ephesians 6. You know about putting on the full armor of God. So the first verse is, in, in, I will take up your full armor, O God, that I may be able to resist and stand firm. So when I read this, and when I read this in preparation for what I was going to tell you, the first thing that came up in my mind was full, the word full, because it's the full armor, which means everything you need is there. It's full. This is your daily protection. God has provided these scriptures, so pay real attention. Full means you can't have any more than this. So it's it's all the armor we need. It's full. So I will take up your full armor, O God, that I may be able to resist and stand firm. So God has given us these scriptures, this verse, for two reasons. Number one, to resist the enemy. Number two, to stand firm. Under resisting the enemy, when I thought about that, I'm thinking about resisting temptation. Resisting the lies of the enemy, resisting the enemy's accusations, resist the division the enemy wants to cause, resist sin in my life, resist the notion that I'm not good enough or that you're not good enough. There is so much to resist because the enemy is so active. And what the scripture is asking for is to God, for, for God to, to help us resist and the second one is to stand firm. When the storm of crisis happens, we will not move. When someone throws a verbal dagger at us, we will not be hurt. We will stand firm when it looks as if we're losing the battle. Stand firm when our heart is saying give up. There are a lot of things to stand up about. So now that we've gone into those words, let us read the scripture again after we have just looked at those key words and talked about them, because you would be talking to God about these things. And it says, I will take up your full armor, O God, that I may be able to resist and stand firm. You know, the other thing I do is sometimes I go, you know, to a translation that I'm more familiar with. I use the TLV, the Tree of Life version. And so let's see what it sounds like in that. Therefore, take up the full armor of God 
so that you may be able to resist when times are evil. And after you have done everything to stand firm, stand firm then. I love the repetition. It's it's like God saying, okay, stand firm then. You know, it's great. So that's what I mean by allowing the verse kind of to go into your spirit. I really sense now the purpose here uh, of of this armor is for me to resist the enemy and to stand firm. Uh, going to verse 14 in Ephesians 6, I put on the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness. Now, I believe that these things, the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness, are our commitment to not shoot ourselves in the foot, so to speak. Uh, I will be truthful, which means no big lies, no small lies. I will do everything with righteousness. I won't exaggerate things. I, I will be I, I will do a good job with the truth and and to be righteous. And this is part of the armor that protects me from myself. <laughs> you know, sometimes you need armor to protect you against the enemy, but sometimes the enemy is yourself. <laughs> and and so if you do things wrong, you have to pay the price. Well, this verse is talking about doing things right, the big things, which is truth and righteousness, so that we don't have to worry about ourselves and hurting ourselves. So that's kind of how I see that verse. And verse 15, I put on my feet the preparation of the gospel of peace. So there I would say I will be prepared to share my faith so that people will have the peace that, Lord, you've given me. I want people to have peace. I sense a strong peace as I think about the Lord, as I get in his presence, as I pray, as I prepare for my day. And so I'm asking, and, and that peace overrides all the craziness and the things that I have to deal with. But God's bigger than what I have to deal with, so he gives me that peace. Verse 16, and I take up the shield of faith with which I will be able to extinguish all the flaming missiles of the evil one. Okay, so this shield of faith is what I need to protect myself from the world and from people who might say or do something that would hurt me. And faith is the shield that allows me to overlook an offense and to forgive immediately so that I won't be living in the chains of unforgiveness, right? So it's important in this armor to protect yourself against yourself and now to protect yourself against other circumstances, situations, and even people. And not that people try and hurt me necessarily, but they do. They say things that hurt. And I have to have my shield of faith. Faith saying that God is bigger than all these other things. And so it allows me to overlook an offense, as it talks about in Proverbs. 
It allows me to forgive immediately, which it talks about all. Uh, Yeshua talks about that in Matthew a lot. Um, so this is a key thing in order to have emotional health. And God wants me to have emotional health. That's why I have his armor, right? Okay. Uh, verse 17, I take the helmet of salvation and the sword of your spirit, which is your word, O God. Now, as I look at this verse, salvation and God's spirit give me the ability to fight against the enemy because God's word is powerful and does not return void. So I need God's word. And and God's word here is the sword of the spirit and the salvation. Things that give me, again, that foundational strength so that I am able to pray and believe that I have authority over the enemy because I know the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And he has given me salvation, which is my helmet. It protects my head, my mind. And he gives me the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, which protects my heart and, and just all the actions and things that I do. Finally, we have verse 18, with all prayer and petition, I will pray at all times in your spirit and be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. Well, when I read that, I, when I speak to the Lord about this, I'm praying at all times. It sounds to me, praying in the spirit at all times sounds to me like praying in tongues, now, I understand that some of you don't agree with it, believe in it, and that's a discussion we can have at another time, and it's all right for you to disagree. Uh, I don't have a problem with people who disagree with me. However, praying always with perseverance, uh, that, uh, you know, I can't do that unless I'm praying in tongues. I, I just, that would be hard for me to commit to. And when we continue to pray, we are showing that we have hope. So I want to be in continuous prayer. I want my spirit man, so to speak, to be praying at all times. And so I'm excited about having that kind of relationship with the Lord. And praying in the spirit means we're seeking the mind of Messiah, not our own desires. So we're not praying constantly just for our own will to be done, but really for God's will to be done in each circumstance that we put ourselves into or that we end up in. Finally, uh, petition for all the saints is our desire to pray for others. And really, that shows that we love others, that we're compassionate, that we care. And, and when we care for others, this is actually a strong part of resisting the devil. The devil has more authority over us when we are looking at and caring about ourselves rather than caring about others. One of the biggest blessings we can get is to do for others, to pray for others, 
this way uh, we are resi- this is one of the ways we're resisting Hasatan, the enemy. So finally, the last uh, prayer section is the coming of Messiah and my future with him, uh, Lord Yeshua. I eagerly await the day when you will come again. So this is an area that is good for me. I don't know how it is for you, but it's good for me because this is not an area I focus on hardly at all. And uh, I don't know why that is, but I have hope, but I don't necessarily think about the future or heaven or living eternally with the Lord or any of those things. So these scriptures help me focus on an area that I would not normally focus on. And that I think is extremely important. That gives me a a, a, a better um it, it rounds me out spiritually. Let's say it like that, okay? Matthew 6.10 says, Your kingdom come, your will be done. And in Revelation 22.20, it says, You have said, I am coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Yeshua. You know, I, I'm not sure that I think that way. And so when I read this scripture and it it gives me more of a desire to say, come Lord Yeshua, because it, it it forces me to think of the future, not just my reality now, so to speak. And then in Romans 8.18, it says, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to me. Look, I find it always exciting when we know that we have a surprise waiting for us, and it's a good surprise. In fact, it's better than what we have currently. God has something for us that's going to be amazing. So I will not lose heart. You know, I will not lose heart. It's that's that's great for me because I have something to look forward to. And you know what? This next scripture starts out with that that very phrase. I will not lose heart. This is Second Corinthians four sixteen through eighteen. I will not lose heart. But though my outer self is decaying. Yet my inner self is being renewed day by day. And I can relate to that. You know, as you get older, uh, you do get some extra pains, some extra issues that seem to come your way. And But, you know, these past four or five months, I'm telling you that I have really sensed a renewal in my spirit. And so this is happening day by day as I am committed to spending significant time with the Lord each and every morning before I do anything. And so as I pray this verse, I think about how God is renewing my inner self every day. And I would ask you to do the same thing. And if that's not something that is currently happening, then it's your prayer to be renewed day by day. Because this is one of the great blessings that God gives us as we draw close to him. Continuing in 2 Corinthians 4, it says, 
For momentary light affliction is producing for me an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison, while I look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, which means it only lasts for a short time. But the things which are not seen are eternal. Again, here's something important to get into my heart because I don't think in those terms. But this is a promise of God. This is a part of God's uh, wanting me to, uh, again, be have all his, his information, so to speak, that I need everything from God. And these are in, an important concept for me to know that things that we won't, that we see won't really last. But the things that we can't see will be eternal. And God is promising us those things. So this is part of what gives us faith and hope. And I'm asking you to meditate on it and thank God for the faith and the hope he has given you and he's given me. So the last Scripture in this section, and then the final scripture of the morning affirmations, is my citizenship is in heaven, from which also I eagerly wait for you, my Savior, my Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. It's funny, we speak of citizenship in the United States, and it's all about voting, but I have a feeling that citizenship in heaven has nothing to do with voting. I think it's God's way and only God's way. But, uh, you know, I, I check myself as I pray this verse. Do I, uh, do I feel like I'm going to be a citizen or even now a citizen of heaven and that I'm eagerly waiting, waiting for Yeshua? Am I excited about this? I believe God wants me to be excited. And so as I pray, I pray longing to have the right attitude about this because I know there's some areas in my life where I don't have the right attitude. So these prayer points that we've covered, if you pray them daily and meditate and expand on various words and thoughts and even find uh, connecting scriptures, which will be, they'll be such a strong foundation for your godly walk as a disciple of the living God. So now I, I'd like to segue, but you know what? We don't have time left to really segue. So I promise you that next week we will start out with the second part of our challenge, which is sharing our faith. Because, you know, I believe that sharing our faith is a commandment of Yeshua, just like loving God and loving your neighbor. We have gone over plenty of scriptures that would back that thought up, but now I want to get practical and prepare you and I, all of us, to be effective as we share the glorious faith that God has given us. What a blessing that is that he it wants to use us to share him. He could probably just do something very short and everybody in the world would believe. But, but he's chosen to use you and me to bring the good news. I find that amazing. Look, 
If you're interested in taking this summer challenge, you can call our office, 813-831-5673, and we'll put you on the app. And that means also that you will get the resources. There are two resources that are on the app. Please look at them. Uh, please visit our website and then come visit us at services Friday evening, Saturday morning. We love visitors. Um for information, call our office, 813-831-5673. We're blessed that you are part of our family. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you for all those who have listened. I thank you for all those who are taking this summer challenge. And I thank you, Father, that we together make up the army of God and that, Lord, we are saying and committing that our first priority is that we will grow in our desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah, Yeshua. I pray this. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.